The whole ball of wax at LaunchpreneurAcademy.com is a $4,000 value that is yours for only $1,499. However, when you apply the code SPRINGRUSH at checkout, that's all one word, SPRINGRUSH, we're going to take another $300 off. That's four grand of resources for less than $1,200. The special discount ends April 3rd. Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and man, am I excited to come to you on this Friday show. We're going to rock it and ride solo today. This is going to be a fun one. I hope you all enjoy it. I hope you're doing well because this time of year, man, it's crazy. It's very easy to get stressed, overwhelmed because the phones are going crazy. I don't know if it's the same way in your part of the neck of the woods or your part of the world, but down here in the south, we are a couple weeks ahead of you guys up north and in the Midwest. And I tell you what, spring rush is on. I tell you, there is no more waiting behind. There's no more grass to be greener tomorrow. Like, it is now. It's go time. If you don't have your ducks in a row, you're going to get left behind. And so I want to come to you on a Friday and just say, first off, thanks for listening. Uh, every couple shows, I always want to say thank you. Stop and say thank you to everyone who supports and comes along with us every show. We're super close to hitting 100,000 downloads uh, for all-time downloads, which is going to be a, a, a huge feat for me. I know it's nothing in the, in the grand scheme of uh, a lot of the other guys out there who are running podcasts or a lot of the other podcasts in the world, but it's just amazing the fact that we've had the opportunity to come out and, and speak some, some truth, some hope, some encouragement, some entertainment into your lives. And I consume a lot of podcasts, a lot of different content. And a lot of you guys that are listening, I I consume all the stuff on Instagram that you put out there. And I love seeing what you have going on. And so it's very cool to me to see the community that we've built. And it really means the world that we're about to hit 100,000 downloads. And the, the number doesn't even matter. Like if it was 100 downloads, it would be the same because it's just the fact that 100 people have been impacted. And I think that we are trying to do the best we can. I know that we are trying to do the best we can to add value. I want to add value to you when you listen to the show. If you take 30 minutes out of your day to listen to a show, well, at the end of the day, I don't want it to just be strictly like cutting up, goofing off. Like I want, I want there to be entertainment in it. Don't get me wrong. Like I love, I love those episodes. Just sitting back, uh, hanging out and just catching up with your friends. Like I want to do some of those shows for some of my lifelong friends. If y'all listen to Marriage Monday with Drew and Brenda, that was an awesome show. It's kind of a little bit of that, uh, but we have some more stuff that I want to do in the future. And but I still want to bring value in those shows. I want to just say here's a glimpse into what we do, a glimpse into our life. Uh, just because I feel like we get to know each other. I feel like guys on Instagram, uh, you that are listening, like I feel like I know you from Instagram because uh, I know your Instagram handles and things like that. Even though we've never met in person, when we do meet in person at Equip, at LAL, at all these events, the other trades, 
we might have never met before, but I know I feel like I know you from Instagram, and that's that's one of the benefits to social media. So there's a lot of negative benefits to social media, but in our space, I think it's done very well. We build great relationships on social media, and I believe that because of you and listening in and putting time to listen to the podcast, share the shows, leave the reviews, then other people continue, and we and we can continue to build the community. That's what we always say here on the show: is we build the community one relationship at a time. And at our networking group yesterday that we were at, that's actually what I was talking about. I was like, it this time of year for me, uh, building upon past relationships and learning to build new ones and grow on those. That is what really will propel my business this time of year. is It is not about who what who you know. It's about who knows you. And I've said that on the show a lot. And that's something that's truly stand behind. And so that's why we're trying to grow the show. It's it's not about who I know. It's about who knows me. Who knows the show? So who's coming? Who's hanging out? Who are we getting on? What kind of guests are we talking to? And that's why it just means the world because the relationships here, the community we're building is bigger and better than ever than I ever could have imagined what I would have thought two, a year and a half, almost two years ago when I started the show. And we don't have any plans on going anywhere. We have actually got a lot of stuff uh, coming down the pipe, hopefully that's going to be coming out in the next couple of months that is going to really just revolutionize and change and hopefully build the podcast and take it to the next level. So I am excited for that. And, and I always want to hear feedback. Like, if y'all are listening, how can the show be better? How can we be better? Do I need to stop saying, um, every five seconds? Do I need to have better guests on? Do me and Savannah need to stop doing Marriage Monday because they just get old and boring and we just sit there and roast each other the whole time? Like, what are we... That's the biggest thing as a creator is like you want feedback and we ask for reviews. We ask for good reviews. Obviously, uh, if you have a bad review, text that to me. Don't leave it on the. Don't leave that out there for the public. Uh, that will tank the ratings. But I'll be happy to read your review. Just text it to me personally, and then we'll talk about it. But um, don't leave it out there. So I, I want the truth, though. That's what I'm saying. Like I want the feedback and. For a, for a creator, that's what we need. That's what we need is, is, is this beneficial? And are you learning? Are you growing? Because if you're not, then why are we doing this? This is a labor of love. I put way too much time into the po- on, into this podcast and into just putting out content that is like, if you're not learning and growing, why, why would I be doing that? Like what, what benefit? Do you make a little bit of money on it? I guess. Yeah. You can make seven cents if you want to, but other than that, like, why Why would I be doing it if no one's learning and growing? And so we're building the community, yes. I love the entertainment, yes. But we have to be growing every single day. And that's what you have to be looking at. And, and so Brian Fullerton was just down the other day uh, doing a shop tour. And it was awesome. We got to, um, I guess I, I was signed up for his personal chauffeur for the day. And so I picked him up at the airport bright and early. We ran up about two hours north to film a video with Stephen Cochran. Then ran two hours back here to home, knocked out another video with Jason Krill, knocked out a video at my house, and then dropped him back off at the airport. It was a quick trip in and out. Uh, I'm glad Brian got to make the trip. Came to the foreign country of Alabama, and we taught him a lot, learned a lot, taught him what the, what it means to be southern country and redneck, because those are three different things. Uh, if you want to hear more on that, uh, I don't know, text me or something, we'll talk about it. But um, there's a lot of different uh, lot of different opinions on what, that, what those definitions are. But you need to... We were ta- we having this con- we had a lot of conversation. We just got a lot of time to talk and catch up and, and hang out for a little bit, which is amazing. And I love being around people who have different mindsets than the rest of the world and than the majority of the of the people out there. And Brian is that way. And if you've ever been around him, you know that. Um, for me, that's a mindset that I'm trying to work on and grow. Of how are we going? How am I going to change my mindset from like being a a consumer 
from any any type of consumer, from Walmart to a content consumer, like to being a creator and a and a business owner and an entrepreneur. Because if you don't have that mindset, then then you're going to get left behind, and and people are going to just steamroll you. If we're, if we're being totally honest, like you're never going to see it. You're never going to see the world from a financial uh, point of view, from a relationship side of view, uh, point of view. I mean, any of that, if you're caught up in a consumer mentality. Now, does this mean that you have to go out and create content all day long? Absolutely not. That if, if you don't enjoy it, then don't do it. Like don't do something you don't enjoy. But what you do need to do is you need to try to get on the level of, hey, I'm not going to be a consumer in every aspect of my life. I'm going to create somewhere. So maybe it's not creating content, but it's going to be creating a product or creating a business or building a business or growing a business or creating a HR form or like something like take your mind to the next level. Uh, Take your mindset, transform your mindset. If you don't, if you have the consumer mindset for the rest of time, then you're going to get just caught up and you're going to, you're just not going to end up anywhere in life. If we're being honest, like that's a tough thing to say. It's rude, uh, but it's true. And that's just the facts of life. Like you cannot sit here and consume, consume, consume and not do anything with it. Like that's just, you can lead a horse to water. You can't make him drink. You all, you've heard that story all the time, but that horse can, can, it can consume all the knowledge of all the advice. Go figure let, Let's come on. Let's get you here. Let's get you to the water. But if he doesn't, drink it and like there's nothing good and so that's you can say you can watch somebody here here's how you create this video here's how you do the lighting here's how you do this here's how you build a business so you can consume all that but if you don't take it and do anything with it if you don't take it and take action and and maybe if you're on the fence of like hey should i start a lawn care business or should i start a hardscape business or a pressure washing business you can consume all that that you want but if you don't actually do it what is the benefit like you have to transform your mindset and so this spring rush, that's something that my mind is going a million different directions right now because we're in the point of like, hey, I'm getting myself out of the field. I don't care what it takes. Um, I'm back in the field right now. I'm training every single day. We're going to start working on training processes and videos and things, so I don't have to do this as much in the future. But for me, it's like, okay, so we're getting through this. I'm getting out of the field. And then it's like, I'm really in the mindset now of, hey, how can I grow my real estate portfolio? How can I grow other businesses? Because if you really get caught up in the realm of a consumer-based mindset, a middle-class mindset, and you're just like, oh, let me get a Roth IRA. Let me get, let me put my money in a savings account. Let me put it in my wife's 401k. Like, I'm sorry, you're not going to end up well off in the end of it without just like working your life away, trying to save all that money. Like you're going to work for somebody for 30, 40 years. And at the end of it, yeah, you might have some money built up, but where's those 30 and 40 years gone? Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to work for the next 10, 15 years. And I'm not saying I want to quit working. I want to build businesses hard. And then I want to have passive income. Like I want to create passive income that works for me. Rich people don't work for their money. Rich people make money when they sleep. Listen to Robert Kiyosaki. And something that I'm also having to learn is listen to a podcast today of like, it was a Robert Kiyosaki podcast. Um, It was the radio, Rich Dad radio show, whatever, that he puts on the podcast. I would highly encourage you to go listen to it. He was talking to uh, one of his advisors, Blair, and he's a big sales guy. And the title of the show is literally just sales equals income. And that's 100% true. Like for me, I have to be able to be a better salesperson this year. My mindset has to change. I have never been a salesperson. I've never liked salesmen. I don't like going and buying cars. I hate that process. But a salesman is, a sell is when their money goes into your pocket, when the exchange is made. 
the sale is not, hey, I'm going give, to give you an estimate. The sale is not, hey, I have you signed up. The sale is not, hey, I have the project done. The sale is, hey, here's the, your check. I'm depositing it, and it is now in my bank account. That is creating and, and finishing a sale. And for me, I need to be a better salesman this year because I have never had to do that. And guess what? You're going to have to do that in the next couple of years in business if you plan on staying in business, I believe. We do not have a bright outlook for the next couple months and the next couple years, honestly, if we're being totally honest. I don't think the economy is going to be doing very well. I'm not going to sit here and give you economic advice or financial advice. That's not my job. That is something that I consume heavy. I try to be a consumer on that aspect of things, and hopefully in 5, 10, 15 years, I can give back uh, more on that end of things. But for me, I'm learning and growing and listening to people who are who have seen the world more than I have, who have been around longer. Like People say, like 2007, 2008, the recession then, I mean, yeah, I know what it is, but I didn't, like, I was alive through it, but I don't remember it. I was seven years old. I was eight years old. Like, I do not remember that at all. So I can't sit here and give, like, certain advice when it comes to to the economy and things because I wasn't, I mean, I was around, but I wasn't, like, functioning and knowledgeable about what was happening. Now, if it happened today, I'd be totally different. Uh, I would learn and grow from it. But uh, anyway, back to being a salesman. I have to be a better salesman this year, and I think a lot of you do, too, if we're being totally honest. And, and I don't think I could really, I mean, out of the couple hundred people that are going to listen to the show, I would say probably 50% could, could increase their sale, their sales process, probably, thir- probably more than that, probably 60, 70% if we're being totally honest, because a lot of you are your own salesman. I'm my own salesman. I'm growing green landscape salesman. I'm the growing green podcast salesman. It is on me to make the sale to produce the revenue. And if I don't do that, then guess what? You don't eat at night. Like we don't, we don't, we don't build more businesses. Like that's something that has to be done. And so if I want to change my mindset, which I just talked about of, I want to build businesses. I want to grow bigger. I want to grow better. I want to invest my money into things that are giving me great returns. Not, I don't want to invest it and get whatever percent out of the stock market and never know when the stock market is going to tank. And if I'm, what if I'm set to higher and the stock market tanks that year like that? I don't want, I don't want my money tied up in that. I want my tie, my money tied up in hard assets in businesses that I know are going to cash flow that are going to create my income for me. And I'm going to work. Yeah. Like I'm going to work to build it. I'm going to have to put systems and processes in place. But if I want to do all that and I don't learn to be a better salesman and I don't change my mindset, never going to happen for being totally honest. It's never going to happen. A lot of you, I know have to feel the same way at the end of the day, stop and think about it. Are you the salesman that you need to be? Because in 2023, 2024, 2025, moving forward, Work is going to get harder. There's a lot of you that started two or three years ago, same way I did. I started five years ago, but a lot of you started within the last two or three years. You haven't had to work for a sale in your entirety of your business. I haven't either, if we're being totally honest. Like, I have not. So don't sit here. I'm not talking down to you. I'm saying, look, we're on the same boat together. We haven't had to work to sell anything. We'd go up, we'd show up to the property and we say, this is our price. The customer says, oh, great. That's fantastic. Let's go. There's not really a bunch of, there's not a ton of price shopping. Like it's, people aren't really pinching pennies. Now it's turning more and more that way in the last six months, but the last three years hasn't really been that way. They've gotten their stimulus checks. They've been ready to spend money. So you, I know for a fact, have to increase your sales systems and your sales processes this year along with myself. So why am I putting this episode out there? I want to hear from you. I want to hear your processes on sales. What are you doing? Is your What does your sales process look like? What does your onboarding process look like? Because that's something that I'm having to work on as well. And so through the sales process, I think that the onboarding process is something that you could look at because that's equally as important. 
Part of making the sale is you have to know like how to onboard a customer effectively and efficiently because I tell you what, this is something that I've struggled with. So I'm talking about this all in real life experience. Like These are things that I go through in my business every single day. So that's why I hope that I can relate to you and, and I hope you think that I, you don't think I'm just talking down to you. I hope I'm speaking into you and saying, look, other people are going through this. Let's get together. Let's talk about this. Let's bring this up in the community and let's grow from it. So uh, a process for me is onboarding. Like that's been a tough process because I, I haven't always been super consistent in it, but I'm learning. I have to be like, when you get off the phone with a new lead, what is your process? How are you following up with them? Are you, how are you getting their information first off? So if they come through your website, obviously you need to have the tabs turned on of email is required, address is required, phone number is required, and what service are they looking for. Those are the four things that I have on my website now. Those are all required. You have to have at least a short description of what you want, your address, your phone number, and your email. That has to be entered in for you to even submit a submission um, for for our services. So if they go through your website, perfect. You already have all your info there. Like It's looking great. Everyone doesn't always come to your website, though. People will see your name on Google. They'll just call you straight there. That's what I do. As a consumer, when I'm looking for somebody, I Google somebody. I look at the reviews. I look at and see. If there's 25, 30-plus reviews, five stars, I'm giving them a call without even really searching through them. I'll read the top two. I'm good to go. Uh, so I'll, I'll call them, though. I'm not going to go to their website. So when somebody calls you, when somebody calls me, when somebody calls Growing Your Landscapes, what is my process? My process now is, one, how did you hear about us? That's, so we're going to figure out the conversation. One, the first question is, thank you for calling. We're going to uh, look, uh, thank you for calling. How can we help you today? Blah, blah, blah. Go through the small talk. Where's your address? Before, when, as soon as they say what they need, where do you live? What's your address? If you have the ability at the time, plug that address in while you're on the phone. If you're not driving or something, plug it in on the phone. Because if they're out of your service area, then don't waste a sales process. Don't waste the 10 minutes. Don't waste the time to sit there and have a whole, I mean, yeah, you can have the conversation with them. But like, if you can sit there and say, hey, two minutes in, I know that, or uh, 30 seconds, a minute, however long a conversation is, if I know that they're already out of my service area, then yeah, you can talk to them, give them some advice and say, well, I'm sorry, we're, you're actually out of our service area, but here's somebody that I can refer you to. And always have those people on hand. You always want to have referrals on hand, in my opinion, in the sales process system. Because people are going to call you outside of your service area. It's just going to happen. I had people, I've had people in the last two weeks call me. I've referred many different guys because they're not in my service area. So you need to have that on hand. So find out where do they live, okay? So if they're in your service area, fantastic. That's great. Now we can proceed with the conversation. Well, what kind of timeline are you looking for? What kind of budget are you looking at? The budget thing is something that I am really having to implement and look at. So lawn maintenance-wise, uh, I don't say our minimums. Our minimums are $50 now. I don't drop the gate for less than that. Um, that's really, a 50 is like a super small garden home yard. But uh, I don't give our minimums out for lawn maintenance just because I can look it up on satellite. I can see uh, I'm not going to waste my time for a lawn maintenance quote if I don't think I can get them on it, if I don't think I can sign them up. As far as landscaping goes, that's something that I, I don't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast or not, but I, I don't think I did. Uh, you know, I don't remember. What, yeah, I did. I thought we talked about this on with Turf Wars on Wednesday. I'm pretty sure, but it, I don't remember. Thirty second rundown. I went and spent an hour with a customer. Thirty minutes there, thirty minutes back. Two hours essentially. Of my day was gone because I didn't. I didn't vet my customer over the phone on their budget. And so that's something I'm having to work on and really increase this season. Is like so. One, where is your service area? Where do you live? 
No, where's your service area? Where do you live? Are you in our service area? Two is great. What uh, what service are you looking for? Um, I, I, whatever order you put those in, I just want I just want you to find out where they live very early in the conversation. Two, three, whatever order you want to put them in. Uh, what services are you looking for? Uh, the next one is what is a budget? If it's landscaping stuff, what is your budget? What are you looking for? And I always, always, always with lawn maintenance say. Well, I'll be happy to come out and take a look. I don't ask for budget, but I say, we'll be happy to come take a look. Now, I will tell you up front, we will not be the cheapest company you find around us. I'll say, I'll tell you that right now. So, if, like, if you're price shopping, then we won't be the cheapest, but I guarantee you we will be the best quality that you'll find, and we will give you the best customer service. Nine times out of ten, that's what they're looking for. Now, the one, two out of ten people that are price shopping, and they say, and they shut you down right there, then perfect. Say goodbye hang up the phone and, and don't ever talk to them again. Like if they call you back and they want to pay your price, that's different, but you don't can't sit there and waste your time. You cannot go spend 30 minutes looking at a property and then give them a quote afterwards. And just to find out they're just price shopping, they weren't figuring anything out. Like, I mean, they weren't, uh, they weren't actually, um, trying to get your services. They were just looking for the cheapest price. You can't do that. You cannot do that as a business owner and make money. I'm sorry, your time is more valuable than that. If you don't know your time is more valuable than that, then you need to figure that out yesterday because it is. You cannot do that. So please, please, please figure that out. Change that. Get the processes in place. Go through these questions. Where do you live? What's your budget? We are not the cheapest person in town, but we're going to give you the best service and the best customer service. We're going to give you the best quality service and the best customer service. A lot of people that I've been talking to this spring is one I want somebody who's going to show up when they say they're going to show up on a recurring schedule. That blows my mind. The people just don't show up. They just come sometimes. Sometimes they don't. Like, I don't know. Do y'all have guys around you that are like that? That are like that? Because for me, I, I guess we have guys like that because I hear people talk about it all the time. But I just can't imagine that. Like, if I'm signing you up for biweekly maintenance, then I'm going to be there every two weeks. If I'm signing you up for weekly maintenance, I'm going to be there every week unless weather shuts me down. And if weather shuts me down, you're going to know about it. Like, I'm not just going to not show up. That just blows my mind. So, Apparently that's a big thing. Show up when you say you're going to show up. So that's one for that's one thing that we're hearing. And then the other thing is customer service. They want somebody they can talk to. They that acts. I mean, that speaks English. They can talk to them. And nothing against uh, our Hispanic friends or uh, anybody out there in the field. But like, if you have if you have those uh, workers with you, they're on your team, or maybe you're a business owner, then just make sure you can accurate uh, accurately communicate with the customer because that's what a lot of people want. And so uh, you are they also people that are going to pick up the phone. Are you excited about this upcoming season and making it your best year ever? Still not sure where to start with knowing your numbers and running a predictably profitable business? We want to introduce you to a brand new resource called the Know Your Numbers Profitability and Pricing Calculator, available exclusively at the Entrepreneur Academy. We're here to help you understand how to recover your overhead, calculate your man-hour rate, price lawns correctly, budget a profitable margin, and so much more. You deserve to have the best information that you can to help you build your business and run it as profitably as possible. Get a handle on knowing your numbers today with the Profitability and Pricing Calculator exclusively available at LawEntrepreneurAcademy.com. Okay, they want people that are going to pick up the phone. They're going to actually text them back when they text. That's something that I have to work on, texting back in time, because I get bad. I'll be out there in the field. I'll get rocking and rolling, and eight, ten hours will go by. I won't text back. It'll get slid, slid down the list uh, from other group messages and, and things. It'll get slid down the list, and by nighttime, it's not even on my main screen anymore. So then I wake up the next day, and I'm like, oh, i got to text that person back. I'll forget, and it'll be the next afternoon, and I haven't even texted them back yet. That's a bad way of doing business. Like, that is, that's terrible on my end. I'm sitting here saying, like, that is no good. You cannot do that. I have to fix that in my business. And so, for me, it's I'm getting way better about answering my phone 
that's something that I'm doing. Like I in the even when I'm in the field, I like I don't want to send people to voicemail. I want to answer if I if I know it's a number that is in our area that uh, that I don't have, and I know it's not a spam call. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna answer it, and I'm I might not have the full conversation. I'll say, okay, thank you. Can you shoot me your address? Uh, shoot me your email address. I'll look and see if it's in our service area. If it is, I'll touch base with you as soon as I finish this property, and then we'll go from there. So little things that you have to do, just, just work on your customer service, work, your sales process just has to be better. That's what I'm talking about. Like this, the whole thing is a big, it's a whole, it's a whole process from getting the leads in, like I said, on the website, on Google, on word of mouth, wherever they're coming from, like get, receiving the leads, then processing the leads, then closing the leads, then performing the work, then getting paid for the work. So once you, you got to close the lead. So once you give your quote and your estimate out, then if you don't hear from them, it, and what time period are you following up with them? For me, I'm learning. I have to follow up within 48 hours. That's what I'm doing. Some people would say within 24 because but I, I don't want to be too pushy. And some people, you might come back and message me and say, hey, you need to, you need to, you need to follow up within 24 hours, like immediately. Again, I'm learning. I'm growing. My philosophy could change in 30 days next year. Like, I don't know. But right now, it's 48 hours. And so I'm going to follow up with them. If I don't hear from them or they hadn't made their decision yet, I'm going to give it another 48. And then after that, I'm going to say, is it okay if I follow up with you in a week or, or whatever? We put in a bid on a restaurant local to us, like, no joke, six weeks ago. I followed up with a guy three, four different times. And it, he is re- like, he wants us to do the work, but he sent it to corporate and corporate's dragging their feet. They're, it's a big chain. They're not processing the, the bid. And so, I'm not going to keep hounding him. I ask him, is it okay if I follow up with you within 10 days, 12 days, whatever whatever works for you? And then he knows that if he finds out before that, he's going to let me know. And so, But I'm going to keep that communication going because I don't want it to slip through the cracks and then fall away from him. So that is something that I'm doing. Following up is is just crazy. I need to be more better. I need to be better at that. I haven't been in the past. And also, like in the following up process, you need to, if they say no, what are they saying no for? Is it price? Is it they didn't they didn't like your customer service they didn't way they didn't like your estimate they didn't like the way you sent it out they didn't like how you worded things like what was it what said no and if it is price then you say what can we do to make this better can we cut some services here uh, our man hour rate is our man hour rate but I think that if we cut this off we maybe if we edge every other week instead of every week then we can knock the price by a few bucks get your weekly maintenance price down whatever it is for you like figure that out but. Try to work with them. Now, I'm not saying somebody who's shopping for the cheapest person, but somebody always want. I mean, you always want to get a deal. You don't want to pay the most expensive contractor to come work at your house. It, it just is what it is. And so, uh, you need to just one make sure you're make sure you are relaying how good of a contractor you are. Make sure that you are relaying relaying accurately that you have a good process, and you need to put your you need to put yourself out there and show it. Like you have to put it to work. You have to prove that you have a good process. So. Getting the leads, bringing them in, processing the leads, uh, sending the quotes out, and then closing. So performing the work, you got to perform the work. You got to close the leads. All right. So everybody's we we talked about following up. Boom, they're ready to go. We got to we we close the lead. Then we got to do the work. So doing the work is okay, awesome. But then how are you going to get paid? Sales process isn't finished until you get paid. When there's money in the account, sales process is finished. Okay, it's that it's that simple. When you mow the yard, if you don't have if you haven't built it yet, the sales process is not done. And so in that follow-up process, when you close the deal, you need to have on hand a link to shoot their, a link to shoot to them to, to store their card on file, or you need to be on the phone getting their card to store it on file like, yeah, like 
As soon as you, as soon as they accept the email, boom, we're doing this. We're not going to forget about it because what the what you don't want to happen have happen is for you to say, okay, awesome, we'll get you on the schedule next week. It is the twelfth of the twelfth of March. We'll get you on the schedule for the eighteenth. The eighteenth comes around, boom, we knock it out. The 24th, 26th, 27th comes around. Oh, it's in a month. We're going to start end of month billing. 28th, 29th, because everybody procrastinates. The 30th comes around. Oh, we've really got to get them sent out today. Uh, I know those people that, that did their billing yesterday and today for March. Come on, be honest. I did it too. So uh, you come to the end of month billing for a service you did on the 8th or 12th of March. And guess what? You don't have their card on file. So you've already waited three weeks. To get, their, to get paid when you do end-of-month billing, but then, oh, you forgot. You Of course, you, you have time. it's crazy. Spring Rush is here. We don't have time for this. I need a secretary. You just have to do it when you're doing the process. The process isn't done until all the things are accomplished and, and checkmarked. You have to do this stuff along the way. So then you get to the end of the month, and you're like, man, I want to get paid. I can't wait to get paid for this job. You go to, you go to charge the card. Oh, no card. So then we have to email a link or get on the phone with them. Oh, it's midnight when you're processing cards, so you can't call them. You got to wait till the next day. Then they're in a meeting all morning, and then they email you back. Oh, yeah, I'll talk to you this afternoon. And then you're two, three, four days past waiting on them to add their card to pay the invoice. Blah blah blah. Then you just then you're four weeks, six weeks getting late on getting money. That's just life. You like you can't have that happen though. Like you, I'm not when I say that's just life. That's what will happen if you don't close the process from the beginning. You have to do these steps. You have to finish the process from the start because if you don't, you're going to be waiting on your money for months and you're going to be like, I uh, truth moment, you want to see straight through me, straight through your ears, through your AirPods, whatever you're listening to. Like I have money that has not been paid to me from last year. That's, that's I know somebody else has that out, out there has that because it was a it was a nice old lady. I kept doing her lawn. It took 20 minutes while I was already in the neighborhood. Oh, she'll pay, she'll pay, she'll pay. Hasn't paid. Hasn't paid. And so I'm still waiting to get that money. I'm, the process is not closed. The sales process is not closed because I am still waiting to get paid. And I'm working on that. But it just is what it is. Like, guys, this is real life. I'm telling you, I'm going through this. We all go through this stuff. So don't feel like you're alone. But please update your sales process. Give yourself the best chance to win. If you want to win at life, if you want to retire wealthy, if you want to have time freedom, then all of these things have to happen. You first have to change your mindset. You cannot be a constant consumer. You have to change to, hey, I'm going to create, I'm going to build, I'm going to grow. This is my business that I'm going to take to the next level. I'm going to put systems and process and processes in place. I'm going to build teams around me. We're going to build an empire. It doesn't have to be some 30, 40-person company. It can be a five-person company or a three-person company, and you can build an empire out of that because it's so systematized, it's so processed, it's so automated that all these processes start to finish are seamless. You knock them out. You're good to go. You get paid when you get when you need to. You have constant cash flow. You're retiring wealthy. You're doing well off. You are doing great. Your real estate portfolio is growing. Your investments are growing. You're doing awesome. But the process has to be closed, and you have to have a mindset shift. Change your mindset; you'll change your future. Get around the right people. The people that you're around right now is gonna you're gonna be able to see what you're gonna be like in the future. If you're hanging out with people right now in your life that are doing less than you want to be doing or less than you're doing right now, that's where you're gonna be in five years. Get around people who are doing bigger and better things than you. Never be the smartest in the room. Never be the most accomplished in the room. You talk to somebody, I have friends, they make five, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars $700,000. They could easily be the smartest in the room, the wealthiest in the room. Guess what they're doing, though? They're going to have conversations with me, thankfully. They're going to sew back into me, 
But at the same time, they're going to go have conversations with somebody who's making $1.5, $2.5, $3 million. And then guess what? Those $3 million gross income people are going to go talk to somebody who's making eights, tens, $12 million. Because if they're not being sewn into by those people, then how can they sew into the five, $600,000 person? How can the six hundred, eight hundred thousand $800,000 person sew into me? Sew into you. You have to learn. You have to build. You have to build your team. You have to change your mindset. Mindset is huge. Get around the right people. Change your mindset today, please. I know I've said that a lot. Change your mindset. Look at life differently. Look at life differently than I'm just going to make a buck. I'm going to make $100 today. I want to make $200 today. I want to get by. We want to survive. We want to have a good life. I'm not saying it's wrong, but come on. You can do more than that. You're an entrepreneur. You're a business owner. You're listening to this podcast because you want to grow, because you want to get better. You're 30 minutes into the show. You're 30 minutes. You've spent 30 minutes listening at this point if you're still listening. Which means, hey, something in here is hitting you somewhere. Something along the way has triggered you and said, oh man, this is actually me. I've actually gone through this. I'm actually going through this. What can I do to change it? Take actionable steps today. Listen to books. Get around people. Cut off friends. Cut off leeches. If people are sucking you down, get them out of your life. Get around people who are going to build you up and going to feed into you. Because if you don't do it, you're going to get stuck where you are and you're never going to go anywhere. It's that simple. It is that simple. So I hope this episode brought you some value. Okay? It's real life stuff. This is just me sitting here. Like When I start talking like this, my I'm raspy. I want water. But I'm passionate. I'm not going to stop and take a drink because this is stuff that I'm going through. This is stuff that we're doing. We're changing our family. We're growing our business. Our family tree will be changed. Yours will be too. If you take the time, change the mindset, invest in the right people, invest in the right consumption. I'm not saying don't consume. Don't get me wrong. Keep consuming. Consume the podcast, okay? I consume podcasts. I consume audiobooks. But consume the right things. Don't consume somebody who's a middle-class thinker and is going to always keep you in the middle class. Don't do it. Don't do it. Be bigger. Be better. Change your life. Change your future. Change your family tree. That's what we're all about here. Okay? It's that simple. 32 minutes into the show. I don't want to ramble any longer. If you stuck around for 32 minutes, thank you. Awesome means the world. Uh, Leave us a big five-star rating and review if this show meant something to you. I hope it's good. It's real life. This is what we're going through every single day. Um, just take it, run with it, grow with it, share the show on Instagram. Would love to get this out there to the community. Tell me what I can change. How can I get better? I don't think I said um too many times in this show, but I want to be real and honest. I probably said some offensive things in here. If you're middle class, hey, guess what? I'm middle class right now. I don't want to say middle class though. If I said offensive things, sorry, get over it. Unfollow me. I don't really care. Cancel me. It is what it is. You're going to cancel all seven followers that I have. All right. But I love our community. I love what we've built. It's been, it means the world. Like I said, a start of the show, I'll end the show, means the world to me that we get to have some type of reach out there, some type of impact. Because, guys, it took people having an impact on me to, to want to give an impact to other people. All right? So hopefully this leaves an impact on you. Go make an impact on somebody else. Give, give, give. Don't take, take, take. Because when you give, it will come back to you. Help other people. Help more people. You want to get rich? You want to make more money? Help more people. It's that easy. You want to have a better life? You want to be more fulfilled? Help more people. Okay? All right. Hope you all had a good one. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, end of the week, fun Friday, whatever you want to call it. Go out this weekend. If you're a weekend warrior, crush it. Hope you get a lot done. Spring Rush is here. 
a lot more good stuff coming in the future, hopefully, here on the show. Uh, don't get caught up in the processes, though the the uh, inefficient processes put the right processes in place because if you don't you're going to have customers left behind you're going to have money left on the table and you're going to be pulling your hair out because you don't know what's going on alright thanks for tuning in to the show guys we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next one thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green podcast it is an honor to have you listening and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops